It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a really fun, amazing, and fantastic show all the way around, like it always is. Uh, I'll be introducing my guests very shortly. I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I generally do this every single week. The best way to succeed is to put yourself in a place where the opportunity is most abundant. And one of the best examples of this is the Girl Scouts during cookie season. I went to the grocery store a couple times this weekend, and there they were, camped out in front of the store with their boxes on the table, selling them left and right and everywhere. A couple years ago, I noticed they were camped out in front of my bank on Friday afternoon, which is both savage and brilliant because they're guaranteed to speak to people who have money when they come out the door. That's how you position yourself to be ready and to get in front of a captive audience. It's a great strategy. So how can you put yourself in the best place to reach your target audience? Think about that this week. It'd make a huge difference in your business and in your bottom line. With all this in mind, I do want to introduce my guest. Before I forget, let me tell you that you can download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes for free. Just search for Success, Success Profiles Radio. Uh, download and subscribe. Even a review would be terrific if you feel inclined to do so. My very special guest this week is Bob Doyle. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Bob Doyle is the CEO of Boundless Living and author of the number one best-selling book, Follow Your Passion, Find Your Power. Since 2002, Bob has been teaching principles of living life by design, utilizing the principles of the law of attraction. Bob's Wealth Beyond Reason program has long been recognized as one of the most complete and usable online curricula in the law of attraction arena and gained the attention of the producers of the film and book, The Secret, in which Bob was one of the featured expert teachers. Bob is a champion for creative self-expression, and his work focuses on reconnecting people to their sense of passion and purpose and helping them to create a vision that inspires them into massive action while working with the natural laws of physics to realize a life of true abundance and joy. Bob's a veteran broadcaster, music composer, author, photographer, and ukulele fanatic, among other things, and encourages people to fully explore any and all of their passions, playing full out all the time, thus allowing the law of attraction to work effortlessly to attract all they desire in their lives. We will talk about all of this and so much more on today's show. And with all that in mind, here is my very special guest, Bob Doyle. Bob, how are you? I'm doing great, Brian. Glad we finally got to connect. I know. We were going to do this in December, and I ended up going to the hospital, so we had to postpone, and you just went on a seven-day cruise. How was that? It was pretty good. It sounds a lot better than the hospital. Yes. I'm guessing. Yes, I'm guessing I'm I had sure more fun you, where I was than I'm you sure did. you had a much better time. Where did you go? It was a uh, Western Caribbean thing, Mexico, uh, Cozumel, Honduras, Belize, and some other place that I can't remember the name of right offhand. That's it was awesome. just kind of, you know, after a while, they kind of all start to sort of look and feel alike. It's beach, it's sun, it's sun, it's beach. Yeah. But uh, it was great. We were, we were there actually talking to a group of entrepreneurs and stuff. So it was, it oh, was, so this was a work tour then? Yeah, yeah. It was a little bit, of, well, it was both, obviously. Obviously both. Wow, that's great. How many times did you get to go offshore? Four times. Wow, that's awesome. 
That's awesome. So tell us about your background. That's usually where I start because we'd like to get a sense of where our guest came from, which usually helps inform where they are and where they're going. So tell us about your backstory and maybe some of the things that you overcame and what brought you to your current place. Yeah, it's, you know, in a lot of ways, my life has come full circle just recently. So because when I was growing up, my so my dad was a broadcaster. He's always been a voiceover guy. He was a TV weatherman for a long, long time, even on the Weather Channel. Uh, still does voiceover, still has an amazing voice. And so as I was watching him as I was growing up, I'm going, yep, that's that looks good to me. I'm on board. So I always just uh, had been training myself to become a broadcaster, going to radio, do funny stuff, lots of voices, voiceover, that kind of thing. And so I spent seven years in that industry only to find out that it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Because yeah, ironically, I actually ended up working at the exact same station in Atlanta that my dad did. Um, and it's a major market radio station. And when you're still early in broadcasting, you don't really have as much creative control as the veterans who've been there 20, 30 years, bringing in all the ratings. You know, I was a beginner. So even though I started in a small town radio station where I had tons of creative flexibility, when I got into Atlanta, it was all basically taken away. Not out of meanness. It's just the way it is. And, you know, my soul, and I think that everybody's just craves self-expression. And, and that's why, you know, in my intro there, you said I was a champion for creative self-expression, because I think that that's really when people are feeling empty and lost and off path, it's a lot of times it's because they have not found a way to fully express who they are. And they've been sort of contained in careers or whatever that are that are holding them back. And that was my case. And so I went from radio into computers and tried network marketing, thing, all, all sorts of things. Fairly early on, I learned that I needed to be an entrepreneur because I was a terrible employee. And and I and I really wanted more control over what I did. So entrepreneurship clearly is is the way for ultimate control in 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 business and a career. But nothing I was doing was working, and and it didn't make sense to me that it wasn't working. You know, it was like I I felt like I was intelligent enough, creative enough, skilled enough that the things that I was doing, I was learning about internet marketing, trying all these things, and nothing was really taking. And out of my frustration, really, Brian was what had me look down paths of the more of a more metaphysical nature, you know, um, going into the new age bookstores, learning about meditation and visualization. I was basically trying to figure out why isn't, why is nothing working for me when I felt like it should. Right. So the short version of this very long story, uh, is that one thing led to another and, and I ended up quitting my job in 2002. I, I had been working for four years at a, you know, sort of as a web developer because I had done that for a while. Um, working as a web developer, but just really feeling like I was just dying inside, you know, it just wasn't anything for me. And I had been studying these sort of principles in the background and I thought, well, I'm just going to take a leap. I'm just going to quit this job and I'm going to make it as a speaker. Back then I thought that's, that's what I was going to do. I was going to be a speaker on the topic of creating your life by design. The only yeah. problem was I was not yet doing it for myself, but man, could I regurgitate those facts, yeah. right? So needless to say, nothing really happened there. And so that actually made me even more disillusioned. But one of the principles that I kept teaching and was saying that I didn't really fully, I hadn't really fully embodied yet was this whole thing of just letting it go, or it was phrased as giving it up to the universe or whatever. I wasn't, you know, I, I just figured it meant you set an intention and then just try to forget about it. But there was, there was really more to it than that. But what I kept trying to do was override whatever the universe, if you will, whatever intuition was trying to tell me with my intellect. And, and I kept trying to figure things out. So for me, the, the line in the sand was, all right, I'm not going to try and figure it out anymore. 
I'm just going to get very clear on what I want my life to be, which I knew was from all of my research and even what I was teaching was the first step and how I wanted to feel. These are all basic law of attraction things that I teach now, you know, how I wanted to feel and then try to uh, get out of my head about how it was going to happen and just watch for things. Since I wasn't really 100 percent sure how intuition, what intuition looked or felt like, I just thought, well, it's going to have to be different than what I'm doing. So I just started looking for different things and all sorts of interesting conversations started popping up and I was just following these conversations blindly going, I wonder where this is going to go. None of it made any sense to me in terms of, well, this will clearly get me where I where you know, my, the career I want. It didn't make any sense at all. What ended up happening was I, it, it, uh, I landed on a resource. It was a book called A Happy Pocket Full of Money, which is now a part of my flagship program that that was for the first time really talked to me in a language that I could understand about the quantum physics of our thoughts. Mm -hmm. And it was through that exploration where I really had the aha moment that even though I would have been saying, oh, I want to be successful, I want to have a, 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 you know, a successful business and make a lot of money and get out of debt and all those things, my true underlying beliefs about that were that I, that money was hard to come by, I was always going to be in debt, uh, and it didn't matter if you liked what you did or not. You just had to do it because that's what I saw my mother doing. She was a teacher who hated her job. And those sort of those were the lessons I learned. But in that moment, that was the power, because then I realized that, OK, the truth is my belief system is not in alignment with what I am saying I'm going to do and now or saying what I wanted to do. And and I realized now after this this aha moment about physics that I I I have to change my core beliefs. I have to change my thoughts somehow. This energy that is my thoughts needed to change if I was going to be in alignment with even just taking any action in the right direction. And so that's when I started really digging into the 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 tools that you hear about with the law of attraction, like vision boards and meditation and visualizing without that sort of what I learned later was resistance. That was this not there was an uncertainty about whether or not this was true, whether or not there was science behind this, because I, just like so many people who hear about the law of attraction for the first time, do not want to be duped. They don't want right. to, you know, jump into this crazy idea. And so, but now once I saw the science, then I was able to do it. Um, and then, that, and then when I started getting results, I just felt drawn into sharing what I, what I had learned. And that's how I really got started in this industry, if you will, by just creating a program that said, this is my journey. Come on. It's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. So you realized that working for someone else really was not your path. Was your family environment supportive of this journey? I was very fortunate. Yes. My now ex-wife was extremely supportive. She put up with every crazy business idea I ever had. And of course, I'll be eternally grateful for that because not a lot of people would have. And of course, my kids were so young, they just they didn't know any better. Right. Right. So. So, yes, I did have that support. And uh, I was I was the one who was the toughest on me. Isn't that the way it always is, though? I mean, we always tend to be tougher on ourselves than other people are. Right, right. Yeah, it seems that way for sure. So I love the idea uh, that you were a voiceover artist, and that's something that I've I've thought about, you know, here, there, and everywhere, and I just haven't really done a lot of that yet. How do you go about finding work in, in that, that environment or in that arena? Oddly enough, I actually teach that very thing, um, and we haven't even talked about that. But right. I, the voiceover work that I do, I find on Fiverr. Oh, you're, you're aware of Fiverr, yes. right? These jobs that start with, and, and the whole myth is, well, how can you make money on Fiverr for $5 jobs? But I've turned this into a six-figure career 
you know, working still just part time when once you know how to do it. So that's where I go because there's no auditions. You just go in there and they find you and you get hired. It's a, I, mean, I could go on. This could be a whole show sure, <laughs> on, of just, course. on just that piece. But it was a but it was a, a wonderful gift, really, that I moved into alignment with. Um, just because I said, I need to really bring, I, after doing the law, teaching the law of attraction for about 10 years, I said, there's other parts of me that need to get out and voiceover is one of them. And then it just sort of, uh, started to show up and I started doing it. And then now it's just kind of taken off. That's fantastic. We are with Bob Doyle, who is one of the expert teachers from The Secret, and we will talk about the law of attraction starting in the next segment. Uh, it's an honor and a privilege to have Bob Doyle here with us today. This is Success Profiles Radio. I encourage you to please stay with us for a fun and informative hour. We're going to talk about a lot of different things. One of the things that I have asked several other people who have been on The Secret is, why does the law of attraction work for some and not for others? That's a question I'll ask Bob when we come back from the break. Please stay with us. Don't go away. This is Success Profiles Radio. to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Are you stressed out? Because if you are, you're not alone. In fact, research shows that over 73% of all Americans report symptoms of stress, which is a key factor contributing to mental and physical illness. And that stress is usually related to work, money, or relationships. Up until now, the solution to combat the effects of stress have been delivered through pharmaceutical companies. But now there's a natural way to solve this problem without the harmful side effects. The Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement contains natural ingredients proven to reduce cortisol, also known as the stress hormone, which causes damage to our body. And unlike prescriptions, your satisfaction is guaranteed with a 100% money-back offer on all orders. In addition, a portion of all proceeds goes to PTSD research, and as a bonus, all purchases will include a free copy of the new ebook, The Survival Guide to Living with Stress. So get the Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement today at www.screwstress.com. Click the Amazon logo. It'll take you where you need to go. Once again, that is www.screwstress.com. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.brianckwright.com for more information. Once again, that's brianckwright.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Bob Doyle, who's one of the featured teachers in the book and the movie called The Secret from 2006. And Bob, you are the fourth person that I've had from that project on this show. I had John Martini, I've had Laura Langmire and Jack Canfield, and now you. So I would love to ask you a question that I'm sure a lot of people have already asked. I'm always curious to know how wonderful opportunities like this come to people like yourself who had a chance to experience this. So how, how did the opportunity for The Secret come to you? 
So, you know, what's interesting about that is that all of those people you mentioned and just about everybody else in that film had had years in the personal development industry before I did, at least a decade, many of them more. Yeah. And and I had really just been doing this for a few years. And so it's like, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah. And so so I was actually I'd been teaching the law of attraction through the Wealth Beyond Reason program, which is the program that I talked about creating when I first had my aha moment. So I'd been doing that for about three years and it had grown into something of a beast because I mean, I was just downloading all the time, new information, putting out all sorts of content. So it had grown pretty huge. And what, I, of course, I did not know was that there was this woman named Rhonda Byrne going through these crises in her life. And and, you know, the, which is told at the very beginning of The Secret. And so when she started to do research as to what is the law of attraction, she got online. Right. And so she's just searching around looking for people. Yeah. And so I was just one of the ones that she found. And and so I got a call from her. I was actually in Austin, Texas, doing a video version of, of my Wealth Beyond Reason program. And at this time, I had been approached by several people about little projects. Oh, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And of course, I was fairly new in the industry and was very excited, but nothing ever happened with any of them. So this woman calls and I'm like, OK, sure, whatever, because I thought it was just another one of these things. She's, but she says, I want to make a movie about, you know, the about the work that you do. Right. Mm. And now it wasn't about me, but, you know, she was just saying the, the law of attraction in general. And yeah. I'd like you to be a part of it. And uh, I'm like, OK, well, you know, sounds good. But I just was like, whatever. What can you show me? So she said, well, I have a trailer that I put together that, you know, if you'd like, I can show it to you. So I looked at this thing and it was and I'm expecting like a PowerPoint presentation, right, with some ideas of what this yeah. film would be about. And what I got was a full blown Hollywood production, knock your socks off thing. And I'm like, oh, OK, she's for real. Right. Yeah. And um, and so so I was like, sure, I can do this with you. And uh, at the time, interestingly enough, there were only going to be eight of us. You know, she she had already just chosen eight people and um, and that was going to be it. And then I found out later that she ended up going to this this conference called the Transformational Leadership Council uh, Conference Council, whatever it is, TLC. And this is where all the guys who've been in the industry, those names you mentioned and more kind of live right, hang out together. And so she, now she had this huge collection of people and she was doing dozens of interviews. And I'm thinking I'm out of this thing. There's no way I'm going to make the cut. Yeah. She's talking to people who are veterans. And uh, I actually called her uh, sort of as a preemptive strike just to say, look, you know, I understand if if uh, if I if I'm not a fit, you found all these people, you know, the blah, blah, blah. And she kind of laughed at me and she goes, you've always been in this and you'll always be in it, you know. Good. So so she really I think, you know, the, the voice that I brought to that film was one of really just an average everyday guy. Right. Yeah. Like not a guru, not a spiritual teacher, not, you know, any of those others, just a guy who discovered this stuff and talked about it from a very grounded and as scientific a place, you know, as we can these days. And I think she just wanted that voice in there. So yeah. that is the step by step. How did I get in there now from a law of attraction point of view? And this takes a lot less time to talk about is that, you know, she had a mission to share the law of attraction principles with as many open minds as possible. And spread this message all over the world, which was exactly my message. So we were in complete alignment with what we were trying to do and why we were trying to do it. And I think from a from a big picture universal law of attraction point of view, that's what brought us together. So I was a natural fit for her from the beginning. But but I will say I never once made a vision board about being in a movie or anything specific. Right. right? I just knew. I want to reach as many people as possible. And this is the way that the universe works. I could never have predicted that. 
right? I could have never, and if I had, if I had known that, oh, there's this movie in there, she's like auditioning or she's scoping people out, energetically, I probably would have completely destroyed it, right? Because I would have been like, oh, I got to, I got to, or I can't, or I'm too, who am I? You know, all of those limiting beliefs or attachments would have come up and it may not have worked out. But as it was, it was just perfect. That's fantastic. What do you think is the greatest misconception people have about it? Because I know there was a, a lot of praise and, and some criticism over the project. What do you think is the greatest misconception people have about the law of attraction? Well, that first of all, that it's something that you turn on and off or that it's a it, that it is a in and of itself a personal development tool or that it's something that works for some and doesn't for others. Or it's oversimplified. You hear like attracts like or visualize this and it'll happen. These are all very oversimplified explanations of a pretty complex, uh, you know, principle of physics. Now, you don't right. have to be a physicist to, to, to get results with this. But what you do need to know is it's a hits on all the time. It's working for you right now. Even if your life is complete crap, it's because of the law of attraction. You are in alignment with the circumstances in your life. Now, this is a thing that got a lot of people upset after watching The Secret because what they thought that that type of statement meant was, oh, it's all your fault. You're doing something wrong, right? And of course, they might take offense to that. I didn't attract this. I didn't attract that, right? What about this? What about that? I can understand. And so that was when you, know, when you were talking about there was some disagreement. There was a lot. There yeah. was a lot of people who were up in arms about this whole idea of that we have somehow attracted our circumstances. But when you can understand, when you truly understand how it works, you'll understand that it's not a fault thing. It's not a blame thing. It's not about you, that you did something wrong. And then in fact, we attract 99.9% of our, or more of our experience of reality completely by default, but we are in alignment with it or it would not happen. Again, once you understand the whole down and dirty of it, you'll see that it couldn't, it cannot physically be a part of your experience. If in some way the energy that is, that is you is, it would not be in alignment with it. Otherwise, you would be repelling it, and you simply wouldn't see it. Yeah. You mentioned just a little bit ago the law of attraction seems to work for some and not for others. And I asked Jack Canfield this question when he was on my show a couple years ago. I'd be interested to hear your take on that question. Well, first of all, as I said, it's working for everyone, just not necessarily the way they want. And mm -hmm. it's because, you know, they've got their it, – it comes down to resistance, right? If a person wants to, quote, unquote, try the law of attraction, let's say, to attract a million dollars, which is something that, you know, people jump to. Oh, well, a million dollars will solve all my problems and all of that. Well, that's the whole point. If you're focused on the problems that you're trying to solve by using the law of attraction, that entire line in quotes – right? Mm -hmm. Then, then when you understand how the law of attraction works, you'll see that you're actually focused on the problem, not the vision that is filled with freedom and abundance and all of this. You've got the million dollars will solve my problem. This, I need this because I have this health issue. I need a relationship because I'm freaking miserable and alone, right? Yeah. And those, those, the second parts of those sentences are what you're actually sending out to the universe. You're mired in the negativity, the feel, the, the feeling of the problem, so what you're really doing is you're, you're more in vibrational alignment with the problem than the solution. So, you know, if a per, so that's why we, first of all, we, we really, really, when I, when we're working with people, what is it that you really want and why? Because they'll, the, at first, the first thing they'll answer is the million dollars, the things that they think will solve the problems. That's what they're mm -hmm. first going to come out with. And then we're going to work with you to say, so how is that an extension, this thing that you're saying that you wanted, how is that who you are? How is that in alignment with your purpose and passion? Why must you do this? 
right? So the, yeah. the biggest problem that happens is people are going, are, are quote unquote, trying to use the law of attraction, but for the entirely, entirely the wrong reasons. And they don't understand the uh, energetic fallout from doing it that way. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's really great. It's, it, and you don't have to believe in the law of attraction in order for it to work. It's like, well, I don't believe in gravity. Well, that's a load of crap because it works whether you believe in it or not one way or the other. Right. That's correct. Um, yeah, totally. So do you think this has to do with feeling like you deserve a great outcome? I mean, certainly a, a worthiness or a deservingness uh, element to this. Absolutely. It's, that's one of the biggest areas of resistance that the, in this whole process is that, uh, you know, that we don't think that we just, who am I to have all of this, right? You can want it, but if there's this yearning, if you've ever in your life been made to believe that you are less than, that it's for others, but not for you. If a parent told you that, if your circumstances taught you that you can, and you haven't dealt with that, if you haven't dealt with that energy that's running in you about not deserving or that you're not worthy, you can do every freaking law of attraction exercise in the book and you're still not going to see the results you want because you're literally energetically pushing it away with this idea that you can't have it or it's wrong to have it or any of any of those things that aren't in alignment with the having. Yeah, absolutely. And when you talked about attracting a million dollars, it's not really just about the million dollars, but it's about the result of having a million dollars. Isn't that right? I mean, feeling abundant, feeling good, feeling free. Right. People, th people say a million dollars because they just sort of associate that with unlimited, you know, unlimited abundance and all of that. So I'm saying, well, let's, let's detach from the, I, look, and I know that what I'm saying here is completely opposite of what a lot of people say. They'll say, put a specific number, right? You got to know what the number is if you want to attract it. Well, I can, un I, I get that. And the problem is if you've got a thing about these big numbers, you're really just slowing yourself down because it's ultimately not about the number at all. But what you said, how are you going to feel on the other side of this number, whatever you think it is? Well, you're going to feel freedom. You're going to feel security. You're going to feel peace, whatever it is that you think that's going to get. That's what you tune into. That's what you get super clear on, not necessarily the number, because you may be able to get attract the circumstances that will bring you that feeling with a lot less than a million dollars, or it could, it could actually require or bring many times that. But if you get stuck on a number, all you're going to be doing is watching numbers instead of being aware of feelings and circumstances and taking action on your intuition. Right. Because what if you get to a million dollars and you're still not happy? You still have maybe not only the same issues, but those issues are magnified even more. I can tell you that if money has been an issue for you and then you get more of it, guess what you have more of? More issues unless you deal with that inner stuff about money. So absolutely. And I can tell you from personal experience that a million dollars is not a magic number. And if you are, if you do have money issues, it can really, really backfire. Yeah, absolutely. We are coming up against our next break. I have Bob Doyle on with me. He's uh, one of the featured experts in The Secrets, and we will talk about a lot of things uh, in the in the uh, segments to come. I want to ask him about the difference between attracting and creating. I want to talk to him about reinventing yourself because sometimes in order to become someone new or to have a different result, you have to reinvent who you are. And I also want to ask him uh, how we can constructively deal with difficulties in our lives and maybe how the law of attraction can help us get through some of that. Uh, we're coming up against our break. I'm so happy and grateful to have Bob Doyle with us. And please stay with us uh, through the break. And we will come back for the second half of the show right after our break. We will be right back. Please stay with us.
is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Bob Doyle, one of the featured teachers in the book and the movie called The Secret. And Bob, I want to ask you, what do you believe is the difference between attracting and creating? There's a, there's a slight difference between these two ideas, isn't there? Well, I think, and yes, and, but I also think that probably my, my interpretation of it has probably varied over the years. But cre- So attraction is, is best described by me now as what is physically happening with the energy. Okay, it's it, your action. Once you move into alignment with something, the attracting part is what is, let's say, the movement of the or the alignment of the energy. The creation is the is the thought that sparked it. You made a conscious decision to visualize something or in some other way move into alignment, well, energetic alignment with this thing that you're wanting to do by changing your vibration, shifting your emotion, getting clear on how you want it to feel. That's the that's the creation moment. It's that inspired moment of creation that comes to you or that you create or whatever in your in your own mind. And then once you once you get clear on it and start the visualization process or, or generate the feelings, that's when the attraction process starts. Yeah. And really the genesis of this question for me is I, I had a guest probably a couple months ago and he was talking about how everyone in the, the coaching space was talking about attracting their ideal client. And he reframed it as I create my perfect client. I define who I want to work with. And right. I thought the distinction was, was brilliant and subtle. And that's why I wanted to ask you what you thought the difference between the two were. It's the so, same thing. So he decided that this is my ideal client. That's the creation project uh, pro, um, process. And then yeah. once he did that, then he had, and, and that, I can tell you that that thought that he had as he created that person very clearly, he shifted into an emotional state too. one of, oh, this is going to be easy. This will be fun. You know, this will be profitable. Uh-huh. That's where he that's where the energy then moved. And now the attraction of that client starts. But he had to create it first in his mind. Absolutely. So let's talk about the idea of reinventing yourself, because sometimes to become 
uh, or to have a goal that you want to achieve, you have to become the kind of person that's capable of achieving it. And that means uh, a shift or a change or perhaps a reinvention of yourself. I mean, Madonna is very famous for reinventing herself before every album somehow. Uh, what do you think is the importance of reinventing yourself? It's, it's critical uh, because, you know, if, if you're going to move into a different space, if you, you are where you are for a reason because that's yeah. who you've been being. And in that being, you've had a very specific, there's a vibration associated with that way of being. Okay. Now, if you're going to be something else, if your circumstances are going to change, if you're going to have more abundance or more happiness or, or anything that's going to change, well, you're going to have to fundament, fundamentally shift who you are, who you're being. And that's the first step. You know, you have to, you have to, just like you said, you have to be that person who's in that vision in the future. Because if you're always just aspiring to be that, that person, that's all you'll ever be doing is aspiring to be. So you have to step powerfully into being that. And, in, and that is going to require reinvention. Yeah. When I got divorced, um, five years ago, four and a half years ago, or the, that process started, that was a huge paradigm crumble, right? Yeah. Everything in my life went whacked. You know, I, I had, my, my sense of self was, was whacked. What do I want to do professionally? What do I want to do personally? The whole thing. And meanwhile, I'm trying to maintain, right? If, if anyone who's ever been through a divorce or something similarly traumatic emotionally can probably relate to what I'm talking about. But what I was clear on is that it, that's a, that was a pure, that was a, um, a, a perfect time for reinvention. Yeah. I had to decide who, now that I'm not that, who am I going to be? You know, yeah. who is Bob Doyle from here on out? And I can tell you that it was a years long process, you know, to really get oh, yeah. clear on that because yeah. I'd been really been, I'd been Bob Doyle from the secret. And I'd been doing it that way for quite a while. And now I knew I, I mean, I will always be Bob Doyle from the secret unless they erase me from the film. But I also knew that there were other parts of me that I had been sort of holding back that I hadn't been fully expressing. And, and it was starting, <clears throat> excuse me. And it was starting to feel almost like I did when I was in my job, right? That I wasn't really fully being Bob. And so I needed to decide who is Bob Doyle and is that okay? Like I thought, well, if I come out into the, the personal development space and start playing the ukulele or start doing something a little crazy, what's that going to do to me professionally? Well, after a while it realized, I realized it didn't matter what it yeah. did to professionally because it's more, it's so much more important to be who you are. And because that's where the juice is, uh, than, than what might happen professionally. And of course, what I learned is that the more authentic I was, the more real I am, the more I share all aspects of myself, the more appropriately that I attract the people who are truly my tribe. Yeah. There was something of a, of a genericism, if that is a word that I had fallen into from being Bob Doyle from the secret. Right. Yeah. With the expectation that when he opens his mouth, he's going to sound like this and say these things. Right. And so and that's sort of a trying to appeal to everybody kind of thing. That's very exhausting. And yeah. it's just it's not fulfilling. So that's much juicier and happier and exciting to just be exactly who you are and let and, and some of those other people might fall away. And that's OK, because yeah. you're opening the door for exactly the right people who may not have appealed. They may not said, well, he's kind of boring or he's just generic. I want somebody with more, you know, more dynamic or whatever. So yeah. that now that I'm Bob Doyle and I do all the crazy stuff I do and then I'm doing the Bob Doyle show, which maybe has nothing to do with the law of attraction and yeah. I'm much more forward facing with all the other aspects of me. I know that the people who I'm attracting now are the people who will stay with me, who will know, like and trust me, who are for who I really, really am. And from a business point of view, you just can't beat that. 
Yeah, absolutely. Do you find that reinventing yourself also means deinventing yourself? I mean, you have to sort of tear apart what is in order to create what you want. <laughs> absolutely. Yes. And I had to deconstruct Bob Doyle from the secret of it. You know, like what aspects of this person am I really do I want to stay committed to being? And I'll, I'll be honest with you, Brian, there, there were times when I thought, you know, what I need to do is just walk away from this completely. Not not belief or knowledge of the law of attraction. That's with me forever, you know, right. but just maybe being the mentor or being the teacher, you know, maybe I just need to just step away and really pursue. But what I learned almost immediately was that I'm, I still have lots more to say in this conversation. It just, I needed to find a new way to say it, a way that was more Bob, more fun, more exciting, a little bit more wackadoodle sometimes or whatever, you know, yeah. so that I can communicate it the way that I want to. And now as a result, I, the whole passion for this work and the conversation has been reignited and it's way more fun than it's ever been before. Yeah. And that's, that's really wonderful. So, uh, let's, let's talk about something that you have a, a fascination and interest in right now, and that's virtual reality. How did you get involved with that field? You know, it's interesting. I, since a kid, I think I've had like dreams about it, you know, like this whole idea that you could just be somewhere else. I read a book a long, long time ago, which ironically I'm reading right now for the first time in decades called City. And it was the first first thing I'd read where the whole concept of you push a button or or whatever, and then you're transported somewhere else. And I remember in college, early college, I actually drew out schematics of like this booth or whatever that you could get in that would be basically a virtual reality system where it would, you know, what you hear and see, it's like you're there, right? Well, yeah. now we live in the age where you can go, you know, down to GameStop, put down 800 bucks and plug it into your computer. And now you've got a VR system in your, in your house, you know, that is really, really amazing. So I, I've always just been fascinated with a cool G whiz kind of thing. But then if you think about it, and one of the reasons that I've started Boundless Living VR is from a law of attraction point of view, what are we trying to do, right? We're trying to, to you know, visualization is a huge part of, of what the law of attraction is about because through visualization, we conjure up those emotions that then change our vibration that bring us into alignment with what we're trying to attract. It starts the attraction process. So, but a lot of people have problems with visualization. They go, I can't see images. I can't, you know, and so they beat themselves up and they have built in resistance to the very process that makes the thing work. Well, if you can put on a helmet and you're there without any effort whatsoever, that's a pretty powerful tool. So to me, it makes sense. And although there are certainly zillions of other applications that have nothing to do with personal development. And I like those too. I like the, I like the crazy games too, Sure, but but in terms of using it as a tool to help a person shift their vibration, I don't know of anything more powerful than virtual reality. And people are creating some amazing apps for like meditation and things like this that, you know, once once the the mainstream population starts to embrace it more, will change tons and tons of lives. And once the price goes down. So where I am in the process with Boundless Living VR, which we we eventually want to develop our own titles, but right now there's such great titles coming out that my I feel more drawn to just being sort of an evangelist for what it is for people to people who may not normally like look at it, like maybe people who are my generation or a little older, probably one generation above me, because I, you know, I'm, I'm right there where I was playing video games when I was 14. But like the one before that, this may seem kind of out there because they just think of it as games or whatever they think of. But if they can start to see the applications for making their lives better, then that's exciting to me. So I'm trying to, just like I've done everything else in my life, trying to make VR 
accessible to people who may not look at it before, which is exactly what I try to do with the law of attraction. Wow, that's great. So where, where do you see this going as an industry? I think uh, so. Virt- let, let me make a distinction. So there's virtual reality where you're putting on a helmet or something that basically completely blocks out the quote unquote real world. And, and then there's something that's then there's two other concepts, uh, augmented reality and mixed reality, which basically you have the experience of being able to see and be in what's really there in your environment. But it's sort of superimposed with computer uh, imagery, if you will. So you're, you're mixing your experience of real life with things that are generated from a computer, basically. So that opens up such a tremendous, because people aren't going to necessarily all just hide off from the world, nor should they. But if you can, if technology will allow you to be and exist and interact in the real world without becoming a hermit and yet also being able to, to tap into this technology and see and experience things you could not do otherwise, that's definitely where it's going. And, and it's going there soon and no one's going to stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think this has the ability to, or the capacity to increase, uh, physical performance in terms of sports and, and uh, physical rehabilitation and, and medical uses as well? It already is. There's, I mean, all you have to do is do a couple of Google searches on it. The, the applications that people are using for this, for those very things, is, is just all over the place. Helping uh, you know, paralysis patients start to actually sort of get some movement and some, and because they can feel and see. They, it's, I, you can fill in the blanks. Yeah. It's tremendous. It's tremendous what can, what can happen. Wow. That's really great. Uh, we're going to be coming up against our break in the next minute and a half. So I, I want to ask you something uh, law of attraction related again. The reason that maybe we don't have everything we want, and you write about this in Wealth Without Reason, is because we're resisting it somehow. Yes. Yeah, through our belief systems. You know, it's, it's, we, we can want it, but if we want it with an attachment, what we're telling the universe is, if I don't have this thing, I'm something bad's going to happen, or I'm going to feel bad, or whatever. But this whole "if I don't have this thing," when you even even if you don't say the words out loud, when you attach to something like I, it must happen, you're actually in a feeling of the bad the bad feeling of if you know that you think's going to happen if you don't get it. So the attachment is actually one of lack. The attachment feeling is one of lack. So if you, if you keep thinking, I must, I must, I must, you're actually pushing it away. Okay. And so any, any resistance, any, so I define resistance as anything that isn't in alignment with what you're trying to attract. So that is definitely one of those areas. Okay. And we are coming up against our final break. I cannot believe how quickly this is going. We are with Bob Doyle, who is one of the featured teachers in The Secret. And we will close out the show right after the break. Please stay with us. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Do you have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep? I know that drugs can be addictive and cause a hangover the next day. That's why you need the Sleep Band. The Sleep Band helps you fall asleep quickly and easily and for a longer period of time. This results in a more restful and peaceful night's sleep, which is something all of us need. With the Sleep Band, you will wake up fresh and alert, ready to begin your day. You can get your Sleep Band and other great healing products by visiting HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Check it out today for a better sleep tomorrow. HealingFrequencyProducts.com. 
in one hour? Three different officers had no idea that within an hour, they had all pulled over the same woman driving random tandem down the road. She was first pulled over for speeding at 11.40 p.m. About 10 minutes later, another officer stopped her for speeding wiki-wiki again on the same road. Less than an hour later, she was pulled over for the third time. In each case, she was driving a bit ramstam or reckless at more than 50 miles per hour in a 35-mile-per-hour zone. Oddly enough, she hadn't had a speeding ticket for six years. She explained each time that she just wasn't paying attention. I guess the third time wasn't a charm. What's another word for not paying attention? Travelopsing. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Bob Doyle. From the secret and again if you'd like to download and subscribe to success profiles radio on itunes for free you can certainly do that you can also hear a replay of any episode that we've done over 200 episodes strong at www.successprofilesradio.com so bob you have a master class going on right now tell us what that's about well so one of the things that is, is so we're 10 years after the secret right yes and almost right afterward misconceptions started and and a lot of my teaching began to become you know, here, nope, that's a myth. That's here's that's oversimplification. You know, putting out all the, the fires that we've sort of talked about people's misperceptions, and now we're ten years later, and a lot of people just kind of threw the baby out with the bathwater out of frustration, and yet there are also some people who are still just hearing about it for the first time, which to me is mind-boggling, but yeah. but still great. So I put to end, but at the same time, especially the people who might might have dived into because after the secret came out it seemed like everybody in the personal development industry goes, I got a law of attraction product. And they put out these, these things that are basically regurgitations of the oversimplification stuff that was happening. And, and so no one was getting results because it just wasn't, it wasn't complete. There was no real education. There was just a bunch of techniques and, you know, flashy marketing. And, and it, that really, that, that was, did such a disservice to people because now what happens is that they feel like they got burned, that the whole thing is a scam and all of those things. And they walked away from it, even though it was they were this close to changing their lives with it. They just needed to learn a few little things about like resistance and mm-hmm. those things that we've talked about. So the master class was something that we just you know put together recently as sort of a reset button to talk about these are the most important things you need to know to be either reacquainted with this conversation or acquainted with it for the first time. So you get started on the right track. So you're not living in some sort of magical thinking paradigm you know, and that you understand a little bit more what intuition is, the importance of really knowing what it is you want and why and what you're about, you know, pointing to the things that people kind of glossed over or ran right past when they first started working with the law of attraction that were absolutely critical to having success with it. So it's it's a free thing. It's a free masterclass that people can go and get sort of re-educated on what this is about and giving them some practical steps to to implement. There's exercises to do and the whole thing just to, as a reset button. That's that's really yeah. the best way. It's it's uh, it's uh, the whole theme is about bridging the gap from sort of where you are to where you want to be, although I don't like saying it that way because that's what everybody says, you know. Right. Um but but the fact is we are where we are and there is a reason. 
and there is a place we want to go, and there is a reason that we're not there. And so understanding what to do to get there is it is bridging the gap. So I have to use the language because it's accurate. Absolutely. How can we find that? So bobdoyleshow.com slash masterclass will take you right there. bobdoyleshow.com forward slash masterclass. Yep. Fantastic. So, Bob, let me ask you this. What do you think is the difference between knowing and believing? Well, it's to me, it's, it's, it's absolutely critical. And I have had many, many conversations about this, and I talk about it a lot, and I talk about it in the master class, too. This is all about energy, right? And, and yes. moving into alignment with, with the having, the certainty of having something. The belief, when, you come, when it comes right down to it, the honest truth is belief is a much weaker word than knowing something. The energy around believing something is not, is not the same as knowing something. I don't, I'm not, like right now I have a mouse, a, you know, a mouse, not a live mouse, a computer mouse sitting on my desk here. I don't believe it's there. I, I freaking know it's there. I can right. touch it. It's, it's right there. So energetically, there's no, there's no wavering in my vibration around this thing being there. It, it's clearly there. Yeah. You know, and if I just sort of believed it was there, well, that's a different energy. And we all, a lot of people go through life with beliefs about something. They say, oh, I believe in the law of attraction, but they're not getting results with it. And why? Because if they knew, if they knew it was real, their energy would be in a completely different place. They, there would be no uncertainty. They wouldn't be attached to, well, and it has to come this way. It has to come that way because what they would know is it'll come when you're in alignment with what you truly want. It's on a different timetable sometimes than what our ego wants. But if you know the law of attraction and know how it works, there's never any doubt that you're going to get where you want to go. If you believe it, I'm telling you, it's going to, if you just believe it, it's not the same as knowing. And a lot of times people say they believe it. And what that really means is they really, really, really want to believe it. Yeah. They really, it sounds so good. It sounds, but again, it's because it seems like this great answer to their problems. And as soon as that's, that's going on in their brain. They've got this whole vibration of problem. So that's yeah. why I spend all my time on the front end of any of my education around the law of attraction, getting people to know it's real. Because you can't, if you go through a law of attraction course, you can go through, let's say it's a 12 module course like mine is, but if I didn't get you into the knowing space that the law of attraction is real first, the whole time you're going to go through each of these modules and go, well, maybe this will work. Maybe this will work. I believe this will work. And, and guess what? It probably won't. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's really profound. I, I, it's, and it's such a great distinction and it's absolutely true. Why do you think some people have a healthy relationship with money and others don't? Do you think the knowing and believing dichotomy plays a part in that? Well, it's, it's really, it's just like our, our relationships with anything else that we have an issue with. And again, money is just one thing that people struggle with. Some people struggle with health. Some people struggle with relationships. Some, some people struggle with career, which is different than money, you know, it's, but it's, it's cause it's a different, it's a different energy, but it's, a, it's all about what we've learned and what we've incorporated into our energy system, if you will, as beliefs or knowledge. You know, and we learn those things from like our parents or our or society or whatever our environment was. And since some people have different I and mean, we all have different environments. So a person who grew up in, in great abundance where what they learned is abundance is everywhere and money is not an issue. You know, they're they're not going to have the same problems energetically with money because they've already learned there's no it's everywhere. Right. However, yes. they, they might have issues with relationships. Right. Their stuff is, well, my rich parents didn't have time for me. 
right? So, so now they've got all sorts of relationship issues. So whereas a person who struggles with money might still have wonderful relationships. So it's really about what, you know, how, will we, how have we been programmed in essence? Yeah, absolutely. So tell us about some of your most influential mentors. Who, who shaped who you are in terms of uh, what you think and, and, and how you believe in life? Sure. So it's interesting because they're probably not the people that you would think. I, the, and, and, and I also mentor might be a stretch, but I can tell you that the people who are who have inspired me, who have given me those lessons that have that have drawn me and that have pulled me in the right direction. And one of the very first ones was a drummer in this band. He was a, he's a friend of mine. I, I but but he wasn't like a great friend, but I knew him. But he led this band and you may have heard of the band. It was popular more like in the 80s, late 80s or 90s called Cowboy Mouth. His name is Fred LeBlanc. I love to give him credit. But he always, when he would drum, he was the drummer and the lead singer. But every show, he would go into this message about loving your life and loving what you do and and what a waste it is to spend any time, you know, in doing something that you don't love when there's so much life to be lived. And that just, it just, it inspired me so greatly, almost to tears sometimes every time. And there was, it was a bittersweet thing because I was so inspired, but so there was the sadness too, because that's what I wanted, but I was nowhere near it. But that's what I aspired to do. You know, so he was, he was a big, big inspiration. And I was, it was so, I was so lucky later, you know, well after the secret to find out that the secret had inspired him, you know, made a huge impact on him too. So we got full circle and I did a great interview with him later. And that was really, really super cool for me. So he's one. And, and then the guy who wrote a happy pocket full of money, whose name is David Cameron Kikandi. He obviously, he, he changed my life with his writing. Right. And we became friends too. But it's not, I can't say that I sat and spent time with him and mentored with him. And then more recently, there's a guy named Andy Shaw, who you should totally talk to if you haven't, who wrote a a book called A Bug-Free Mind. And that one was another one that that just blew apart my, just brought all this to another level. A more, he is, um. He's just a master at this stuff, but he speaks in a language that is very, very good for the way my brain works. Very logical, not at all woo-woo, very scientific, very, it just, it just methodically lays things out. And I go, wow, this is so affirming. This is so validating. This is so, you know, really, really great. And I have studied his work probably more than anybody, Mm. Um, you know, because, and and there's a lot, these books are huge and you have to read them multiple times to get them in there. But, but in terms of like, eliminating worry from my life and things like this. I mean, I attribute so much of that to him. So he's, he's another big mentor as well. Awesome. But again, not, again, not, not that I spent time with him and studied under him for necessarily, but, but his work I have worked with and we have talked, had many, many conversations and many interviews together too. That's great. What do you think is your superpower? Ukulele. I don't know. Uh, no, what's my superpower? I think mine's communication. And, and that comes in many forms, you know, I voiceover is clear, but I also write and I communicate through music and, and all of my, all of my creative endeavors are saying, are saying something, you know, and I like to, like to just transmit whether it's knowledge or a feeling or an idea or something like that. And I feel like I'm fairly good at it. That's wonderful. The question I always ask at the end is who inspires and motivates you. I feel like maybe you've already answered that question or was there somebody else that you wanted to talk about? 
You know, anybody who I see following their passion has always inspired me. And it doesn't matter how much money they make or where they live or who they, any of that. It's just like when somebody, and I guess I get really inspired if they were stuck on that and then they have a click and now they are living out who they need to be, who they're supposed to be. The one who can give the most value, the version of them who can give the most value and impact the most people in the most profound way. That when I see that, I literally get moved every single time. And I know that that's because that's what I'm about. You know, it's I am about people going back to who they really, really are, because anything other than that is a compromise on living your life. Whose life are you living if you're not being who you are 100 percent? And most people on the planet have compromised who they really, really are to live into the expectations of others so as not to rock the boat or make other people uncomfortable. And yeah. so when I see somebody who busts through that and says, nope, nope, I'm, I'm doing it this way, no matter what the fallout is, that's inspiring to me. That's awesome. We've got maybe about a minute, minute and a half left. How can we find you and link up with you and join your tribe? And perhaps one more time, how can we find your masterclass? So the masterclass is at bobdoyleshow.com slash masterclass, but bobdoyleshow.com is a great place to start. Actually, the best way to get kind of all things Bob is to go to that page, bobdoyleshow.com, and I've got a free app. And the app is kind of brings together all the stuff I do, including all my law of attraction stuff, all my virtual reality stuff, the Bob Doyle Show, which is kind of a a totally different animal it uh, is. <laughs> photographs I've done podcasts. I've done original music, the whole thing. So I think that's really, that's, that's the best way to kind of get, you know, a, a sample of what Bob's about. And, but also it, it provides you direct links, even to the masterclass, to some free eBooks and, and other things that are law of attraction related. So that, that would be my number one recommendation to just download the app because it's free. Awesome. Thank you, Bob, for being on the show. It was an honor and a privilege to have you here, my friend. Thank you, Brian. All right. This has been Success Profiles Radio. Join us next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, where I interview another world-class expert and learn how they succeeded, what they overcame, and the lessons we can extract from it. Until next week, have a great one. Thank you for joining us. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how